Yo, 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 it's your boy, Glenn Lawrence, and I got a special guest with me tonight. See, she's, like, so special. Like, in my mind, like, she's special. You know why? Because her is my girls. That's right. Her is my <laughs> girls. We got Coco up in the house. Um, what's going on, love? What's going on? So, you know, it's funny because you and I have talked about a lot of things, you know, um, and we are very congruent on pretty much everything pretty solid on a lot, all the major things I think of, you know? And so when the topic came up as if you were a guy, you know, besides after we got past the part where you said you would swing your, flip your penis around like an elephant trunk. Yes. Uh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> besides doing that, you know, once we finally got past that 10 minutes later. <laughs> and um, I actually got down six with a girl so I could actually see what the hubbub is about from a guy's yes, point of view. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> once we got past all that fun stuff, <laughs> all, 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 all the unnecessary cocking points, um, you said that, you know, if you were a guy that you wouldn't want to be fucking around with these modern day women, you wouldn't want to get married to yeah. these women or you, you, would, you, would, you would understand like, the risks or like cut it what'd you say again that if i said there's benefits about being a guy like you you don't have you have an audi you don't have an any so like you guys compete anywhere if you really gotta go <laughs> like not true not true because there's some places if you end up going pee you can get a ticket and go to well, jail. I understand, you get, like, you get decent exposure. Like, girls, you can guys squat and hide, and nothing happens to you. I, I get that, but I mean, like, if you guys were in the car, you could just like unzip it and whip it out and like go in a Gatorade bottle or something, and then you know, jump you know, it like, later. do you know how difficult that is sometimes? Because like, you could, you could risk peeing on yourself. You know, sometimes it's the risk snake willing to take it's it's a like lot the snake is like this, and he just like. <laughs> It's a lot harder to do with the woman though. Like, you actually got to find two rocks, one for each cheek, or one that, anyways. So two rocks, guys, like for what? You gotta have a rock. Yo, all you guys do is hover. You gotta do is hover. No, because I have actually done that once. Granted, I was this is when I was a lot younger and I was there was drinking involved. And um I lost my footing, let's just put it that way. You fell in your own piss, huh? <laughs> That's a good one. Good one. But um continue, continue. <laughs> Like there are some beneficial factors um, as far as being a guy like that. And you don't have to have birth and your body doesn't have to go through all of that changes. You guys don't go through menopause. Like, so there are things that naturals women biology that men don't have to go through, which is a blessing. So yay for guys. Well, there's some kind of, you know, menopause-ish thing. It's called low T, you know, like the older right. the guys get, you know, they start dropping their testosterone and then they get moody, right? You know, their testosterone levels get low and they, they start crying over commercials about cats and, you know, Sarah McLaughlin singing, oh, you yeah. know. Um, so, like, there, there's 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 something. We may not get the hot flashes and shit. Well, yes, but you guys also can. It's an easier maintained. Well, like, you guys can go to the doctors. You guys can get injections and stuff like that to make yourself balance. And you don't have to worry even also about the weight gain because you can still find a substitution. Well, actually, that's true. Like, no, it's not true because the, 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 the lower the testosterone drops, when your testosterone drops, the harder it is to lose weight. So, like, you know, no, if those guys. Though, right? but, it, but most men don't even realize that they have low T. I understand, but I'm saying that you have a fix, though. Well, yeah, there's, 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 there's a way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And it's a lot easier for men because they're awesome. Um, 
in so many ways. Um, that and that was so sarcasm. Too. They're they're amazing. I think guys are like the greatest thing that God ever created. But you know what? Um, on, on the flip side, it's like I think the same thing about women sometimes. You know, it's I like think you enjoy their company. Well, yeah, they're, they're amazing sometimes. <laughs> Some but, of them. Anyways, so you guys have benefits. You don't have to go through all that. But if I was a guy, single guy, you know, in today's society, I, I actually would not, I wouldn't want to date anybody in America. Um, well, you would be a passport, bro. I mean, in all honesty, okay, if I was loaded, let's just say I was a good looking guy, I think I'd be a really, actually, really decent looking dude. Um, <laughs> look at Cody. Go look at Cody. No, I'm. I'm. I would. I'm just, I have, saying you have to go look at your brother and then no, be like. Yeah. <laughs> no, but have you seen me though? Like I'm. I mean, I, of course, as I a woman, you. could you imagine if I was a guy? You would wow. look like the most prettiest gay guy there ever was. <laughs> I wouldn't look this feminine features, but I'm saying I think I would still be a pretty good looking dude. But anyways, if I was loaded, great looking, um, and. Of course, I actually think that I would go to um, a country of a nationality race that I would be okay with actually like looking for a wife um, because the cultures and their values on marriage and the roles that they play are completely different than here in America. What, 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 what culture or what country do you think that would be? If you had a guess, if you just had a guess. I don't know. I know the Philippines are really big on that. Um, yeah, Philippines are really big. I know a lot of Filipino people, and they're really big on that. To me, for mm -hmm. me, they're too short. Um, but you would be a guy, so technically, you probably wouldn't care how short she is. You probably just will be more concerned if she was too tall, you know, taller than you. That's true, but um, I mean, I kind of, I think, um, I know that there are a lot of women like that in Costa Rica. Yep. Where my family grew up, so I think I would probably go out there. I um, did. <laughs> you didn't go out there to find. Well, I didn't go out there to get you, but I right. got yeah. one of them. Right, and the, the women are the women. As long as they maintain themselves and take care of themselves, the women are absolutely beautiful. Um, I so probably, probably like somewhere like that. Um, but they, it's just different. And out here, it's women are marrying men as starter husbands to build an income basis. Basically it's, they're like a stepping stone. So women are yeah, it's like a promotion. Yeah. They're, they're, they're literally marrying men so they can divorce them later on down the road in a few years, cash in on them and then marry another person until they find their forever person, but have enough to basically just live off of. Like I would never want to be subjected to that. Women are, women have absolutely no concept of what, real love and what a marriage and a relationship is today because also sex is constantly thrown in their face like women have changed so much from like the 1920s and 30s to 50s to now women used to be way more conservative and granted people were still home around the 50s you know having sex in the back of cars that make out point but like they dressed appropriate there wasn't like you had to literally go and like get those magazines or those little deck of cards to see a woman somewhat naked and she was just in her brassiere and her undergarments. Like, well, I mean, way. you know, that ankle dough, that ankle, <laughs> that ankle. 
when that girl showed that ankle, I'm telling you. <laughs> Woo, that ankle needs to get it going on. Yes. But it's funny because it's like, it wasn't like hoeing around wasn't going on. Like hoes been hoes been a thing since like the Bibles. Day. But I they mean, weren't it's, nearly it's, it's, as frequent or as in your face and everywhere. We had we had social, you know, and and we had social, you know, boundaries and things in place that you know were were to safeguard people from dealing with them as much. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like prostitution, for the most part, in well, in America, for the most part, other than Nevada, has been illegal. You know, uh, recently they just decriminalized the the hoeing part, but you know, for but the guy, if he ended up doing it, the soliciting part, I mean, paying for it, you know, he could still get arrested, but the bitch won't get arrested for fucking you and asking you for money, but. You will get mad. You'll get put in, put her in jail if you pay for it. Yeah, the, she's not gonna get in trouble for literally like opening a trench coat naked in front of you and say "fuck me." And the guy's like, "Well, I haven't had sex in like six months to a year. Okay, like somebody wants to have sex with me, and then he jumps on it, and then the like, guy was probably just praying too, dear Lord, just please one of these days, just let one woman just just line up my penis. You want me to fuck you? Oh, thank you, God." <laughs> exactly but he'll get in trouble and she can turn around and seriously like cry rape or some bullshit and then he gets in trouble and like i as a man don't want that kind of fear i don't want to be somebody's stepping stone for them to take everything that i worked so hard for when my original goal the reason why i was with you is because i had my empire but i wanted to build us an empire i wanted us to have this that we have talked about this dream this lifestyle the things that we wanted to do only for you to be completely manipulative and blindside me and have alternative motives to where basically you're just like, well, I can cash in on this guy. So I'm just going to do that, but I'm going to pretend that I love him. I'm going to pretend like I'm this, I'm going to pretend that I'm that this kind of woman. And then all of a sudden, boom, hit him with divorce papers. So let's say, okay, let's say hypothetically, you're a guy and you end up finding a girl, right? And you're like, man, I want to stay with her. I want, you know, I want us to like live together. But let's say you have religious beliefs and you're like, although I just don't want to do the marriage thing because of the the shit show that it is, you know, but you don't want to like, you know, be, be disobedient to God, right? Like that, that's more of a problem at the end of the day. Um, so would you get married to her and would you like get like prenups or anything like that? Would you like do you know, like, would you get like, I, I like, I know you, but I'm pretty sure like nobody else is going to hear you say this, but I'm going to say it for you. And you can tell me whether or not it's true or not. You probably had the most ironclad prenup. If you were a dude, like, like it would be like, you are, it would, she won't be able to get shit from you. Probably. Yeah, it would be, I, I do. I do believe in marriage. I believe in the sanctity of what marriage is actually supposed to be and what it stands for. Like that is, it's such a deep vow and commitment. And there's a lot that goes into it when you're actually married to a person, you don't just get up and walk away and be like, screw you. Like you're supposed to work through those hard times. That's the reason why you also took those vows. There's a reason why there's a meaning behind those vows, because being in a relationship and being married, like even just being in a regular relationship, you don't have to be married, but just in a relationship in general, it's never easy. There's, there's going to be issues, but if, if you love the person, if you respect, if you love her, if she respects you, 
and you guys have are equally yoked, you have common ground on structures of things that you guys actually believe in, then why would you just quit? Because what we argue that's stupid. So I would definitely have, I would still get married, but absolutely. I would be like, Hey, look, so I would explain to her exactly how it's going to go. Like one, I would say, this is the dynamic of our relationship. This is what our marriage is going to look like. And obviously it's not going to be like, I'm a controlling person. I'm just in control of the relationship because I want to lead us to success. You know, this is your role as my wife. This is my role as your husband. These are things I'm going to do for you. And well, here's the contract. I don't think it's a controlling thing. I think it's like, you know, when a marriage takes place, you know, the woman defers her authority as like a single individual to make your, her own free choices. You know, I'm not talking about her, like on like what she wears or anything like that. But like when it comes to what's going to be allowed within the household. What's going to be going, what's going to be in this, in the confides of this relationship. She has to defer that power and authority to her husband. Yes. You know, like, I, I just mean like we have talked before that there is a difference between being controlling and yeah, being yeah. In control. That's what I meant. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to be controlling, but I am in control of our relationship and our household to make sure that it stays within the frame. That's going to make us the most successful. And then I would have a prenup and be like, so if you do want to get married, I would love, I would love for us to get married, but I do require a prenup and the prenup is going to be ironclad. I'm going to have someone. That's, that's if you do it through the state, would you ever do it just a covenant marriage? You know, um, cause here, here's the funny thing. Biblically, the covenant marriage is way more like serious than a contractual marriage. See a contractual marriage. When you could do it to the state, you're saying, it's like a business contract, right? X is going to do this for Y and Y is going to do this for X. And if Y breaches their contract, X gets to leave. And, you know, that's a contract, right? That's what the state does. When you get your marriage license, that's what all that is. A covenantal marriage, when it comes, you know, when it has to do with, you know, um, the Bible and, 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 and the religious side of things, a covenantal marriage is, is, has, has nothing to do with the contract. It has because a contractual marriage is I'm protecting me and you're protecting you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where there's a prenup, right? In a covenantal marriage, it's I'm protecting you and you're protecting me. It's weird, it's flipped, right? So it, it it's in essence like that's where they get the whole um unconditional or uh, um uh unconditional love, right? Because it goes like from regardless of what you do, I made a covenant to take care of you, to love you, to be with you. So I should not be worried about, I have to be more concerned and more aware and be more committed to what I agreed to God with than I should be about what you're doing. Right. And then, so, and it's, it's really, it's a really hard way to look at things. Because you're like, well, wait a minute. What if this person cheats? Well, according to a covenantal marriage, although biblically you have grounds to divorce them, but the first process of your thought has to be, you know, it my my commitment is to this individual, and it's not based on what they do. Ever, 
And I think that's a, yeah, it's a lot harder. I don't a, think that I kind of like that though, because in all honesty, if someone did cheat on me, I, I would leave. I don't, well, that's, but see, I don't that's, tolerate but, cheating. But, but from a biblical standpoint, that's the only reason why there should be a divorce. That's the only caveat to divorce. Oh, okay. I, I, Remember, wasn't there one that said like, if, um, if they were, if they weren't in your same faith. Yeah. If they were unequally yoked, but see, here's yeah. the other thing. If they were, they have to be unequally yoked, so they you can't share the same faith, and they have to leave you. You can't leave them. So if they choose to I stay with you, you could not correct them or convert them back no. into the faith that you could leave. No. Oh. It's in Corinthians. I think it's current First Corinthians seven, fifteen. Here, let me let me just do a good little quick Google search because. I want to be accurate. Type. While you're doing that, I'll answer your question. Um, I I personally think that I would still do a state marriage. I mean, I don't know if you can do both. I would do both. If that's the case, but I would still get. Why, married why, why, but why would the state like? Why would you? Why, why would you want to give her a state marriage? I don't know. In all honesty, maybe it's because I've actually never had a covenantal marriage. So mm -hmm. and like. I feel like you're almost going through the exact same things. Like you're, you have a pastor there, you know, you're saying your vows, you're doing your biblical stuff. So for me, I feel like it's kind of like one of the same thing, but I would have a prenup to where I wouldn't be worried if we got a divorce because I would list exactly the things. Like if, if she had done this X, Y, or Z, then she gets nothing in the divorce. Let me, um, let me uh, show you what it says right here. In First Corinthians seven, um, fifteen. Can you see it? Or did I zoom in too far? Uh, scroll down a little bit because I'm on eight. Or scroll up. Sorry. Okay, so so it's right here. Oh, okay. It says, if the unbelieving partner separates, let it be so. In such case, the brother or sister is not enslaved. God has called you to peace. So okay. basically. They would have it, to have to. It, it, it requires them leaving you and them being unbeliever, right? So it's like they have to, like, just like you know what? Um, while you're at church and praying and you know, doing the Jesus thing, they're like, I'm out, and they like you come home and they're gone, you know, that type of thing, yeah. yeah. So, like, if they have to leave you, you can't just be like, you know, dipping out on them, though. And a lot of people, I think a lot of people probably think that's the case. And they're like, well, I was a believer and they weren't. And I left and I got with my pastor instead. <laughs> that would be foul. But oh. no, I, I still think that I would get married by this date. I don't think that that would bother me, especially if I had a very, very good, solid prenup. Because she yeah. would automatically know. And if she had an issue signing it, if she was like, I know I have heard women pull that. I mean, like, I don't want to sign a prenup. Why should I sign a prenup? Like, do you not trust me? It's a whole manipulation game to just throw you off. Like they're trying to get what they want because they don't want to have to be held accountable. Cause like that me automatically shows that they have insecurities within themselves that they cannot hold themselves to a standard that they're saying if X, Y, and Z, like if there's infidelity, you get nothing. If there's this, you get nothing. Like you get nothing. If these things happen, you know, if you continue to disrespect me and we don't correct that behavior, I will divorce you. Like these what, times. What would you think about? Like, let's say like, you love them and you wanted to still be married, but they just didn't want to be married to you anymore. They just were tired of you. They're just done with you. Like, there's no reason, like you didn't do anything wrong. 
there's no there's no fault done. Do you still do you still think that like you should have to pay alimony to them for that? Hell no. I'd be like, here, this is what we're gonna do. We're we're gonna figure out our assets, you know? Um like what you acquired, what you acquired while you were married. One or the other, you know, here, let's figure out how we're gonna do this and then we'll divide things evenly. You know, like if you want the house, you just buy me out or vice versa, you know, and then that's that's your business, but we'll divide everything evenly. Cause I would rather them come to me and tell me that and then to be blindsided and find out that they're cheating. Um and there I would come it would suck if I was still in love with that person, but I, I can't force them if I'm not doing anything wrong or anything different. It's just it can happen. So yeah, I would like, divide things evenly, but then that's all they get. So the money that they get from us division, that's that's all that they get. That's it. That's what you got to survive off to give yourself a good start. So yeah. that way you can start working or figure out what you need to do in your life. But I don't you're the one that is coming to me telling me that you are no longer in love with me. So why should I have to pay you mm-hmm. when I'm not the person that fell out of love? Exactly. And, and if I, I think, haven't like, done anything wrong or anything different to allow that kind of behavior from you. Exactly. And I think like, like I think certain states, like I think Texas is a state that is a fault divorce or you have to have fault in order to receive like alimony or anything. Like, do you have, there's something has to have had been done. Like there has to have been cheating that you could prove in court. There has to be spousal abuse that yet you could prove in court. Or like abandonment or something like that. All everything has to be proven. I think that's court. great. I think that's how I, it should I, be everywhere. I think every state should adapt that, but like I do too. I'll be like, you know what? Texas is looking real good right about now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like the thing is, like you have to you have to get the it doesn't matter where you get married, you just have to be living in there when you get divorced in order for the state, you know. To, uh. to, you know you what I'm saying? Things go south. You're like, hey, do you want to move to Texas? And you move no, you just be like, you know what? I got a new job in Texas. We're moving to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you already, you already see the, you see already see the, the end He's of like, the you're tunnel. Catching all the signals and all the red yeah, flags. You're like, you're like, you know what? We're moving to Texas. Time for a move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's funny because you're a woman, and this is what you're saying. But if a guy told women that today, oh God, couldn't have it. They would be like, you're so unromantic. I mean, no, even even like guys like Hafiz or Ruslan, right? Like if a if a, they heard a guy told a girl that today, they'd be like, well, then you're just you're just going into it expecting it to fail. And it's like, no, no, it has nothing to do with expecting anything to fail. What I'm saying is like, you know, I'm being smart. I look, I love you. I really want this to work out. I want I want us to spend the rest of our lives together, but. Just in case you get a change of mind down the road, I need, I'm protecting myself, you know, uh-huh. because I shouldn't have to lose everything because you change your mind on your commitment. You try to, you decided to renege on your vows. You right. know, I shouldn't have to pay the consequence for your, your decisions, right. you know? Uh, and, and it's, it's funny. Cause like, they, like, like those, those guys, those kind of guys, especially the trad cons, and um, like guys like Matt Walsh, you know, and I just laid into his ass the other day with a new video. Um, those type of guys, they don't get it. They think they think like guys should just go on, get married, risk it. If you're just doing everything right, then she's gonna she's what what why do why did why do they say that? Like why do they say if, if you're just the perfect husband, then she's just gonna automatically want to be with you for the rest of your life. 
I don't know why. Well, one, there's no such thing as perfect. In all honesty, there, well, there's... as the mo as as close to perfect as that as that person could humanly possibly be. I don't know. I mean, if you get married to somebody like me, being a woman, if if I married somebody and they were everything that I've ever wanted in a husband, and we get married, so me, and, I get it, yeah. And that never changed and never faulted. And we were everything about our relationship had always stayed the same. The way that we communicated with each other, our intimacy level, um, the way we still keep ourselves healthy and attractive from one another, our, um, us being on the same page of things, you know, going to church, whatever the case is. If we're doing everything the same and also having valuable quality time together, like whether it's trips or getaways or something to keep ourselves, you know, keeping that romance and fire and getting creative in the relationship, then I don't see, I do see where they're coming from. Where I don't see how a woman could ever really get tired of that. I could only see a woman getting tired of it if her husband had gone soft and he well, was see, no longer masculine and he well, turned more into soft. I could, I think that, you know, Anybody making a statement so definitive, like if you just do this, it's like it's like it's like the, it's like an old proverb, right? Think of the field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. They will come. Yeah. Well, like, what if you built it and they never showed up? <laughs> so then you're gonna be mad at the person that told you if you built it, they will come. And then and then when you go back to them, you're like, Well, I, I built this, nobody's there. And then, because they, 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 that, that doesn't make sense because it opens the door for them to just keep on punting and not, and not like taking responsibility for the statement they're saying. Because this is what a lot of those guys will say. They're like, well, you must not have been, you must not have been the good servant leader. If you were just doing everything you were supposed to be doing, if you were just a really good servant leader, you know, like what, you know, what, what they preach in the church, like if you're a good servant leader, then you know what? Your wife wouldn't have cheated on you. No, no, or no. Your, no. Wife wouldn't have, your wife would have stayed. Then what what are they explaining? Like what is what is their example of a good servant leader? Jesus. Uh, be like Jesus. Yeah, and everybody wanted to be with Jesus. So obviously they're not doing things the way that Jesus did then, obviously, right? Because like, everybody wanted who, to be around but, him. But who humanly on this earth could possibly could be like Jesus? He was the only exactly. One that was so then they can't make that statement definitive. It's, it's, exactly, it's, it sounds completely logical. Now, if they also took statistics like um, from older couples and older generations when life and homes, nuclear, you know, the nuclear family homestead had been in play, I know people that are still together, still madly in love with each other, and but they also lived in a different era with different morals and values of like how the household was supposed to be, how marriage was, what it actually meant, those types of things. So yes, it can work and it has been proven to work. But in today's day and age, they can't make those kinds of statements because people don't operate the same as they did 50 years ago. Yeah, because before marriage, you know, well, some people say, well, it was women didn't have the choices and freedom that they did to just divorce their husbands like they do now so they just were forced to stay in them and they probably wouldn't have chosen to stay in them if they had the same freedoms 
And I would say, you know what, probably true for some, but I don't think the majority of them would have done it that way. I think that they there was there was an understanding and belief, you know, and, and a deeper um um you know conviction about marriage and that commitment mm-hmm. back then than what we do have now. So, you know, I, I think there might be some people would have done that, but I don't think the majority of them would. Um, everything was a lot different back then. Yeah. So, you know, but when they when they say like that, like be the, you know, be a servant leader, I'm just like, well, that that may be so. You may have work to do as a servant leader or whatever the case is, but at the same time, if if they're not giving you the respect and if they're not submitting to you, you know, then they're not going, it doesn't matter how great of a servant leader you are. You know, it's something it's like like they 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 they, they excuse the fact or they just don't realize that women and men are free thinking. They can make their own decisions. They can choose what they want, regardless of what's going on. Like they're not compelled to do anything just because someone else is doing X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? Like you could choose. If someone is being offensive to you or being mean to you, you could choose to leave that scenario. If someone's abusing you, you can make the choice to leave. But you could also make the choice to stay. You know, and and so th- there's a choice that has to be made, and the individual nobody can control an individual's choice. So saying like, oh, if you just be this servant leader and you just do this all the time and you're just perfect like this, then they won't leave. And it's like you don't know that because you can't control people. God gave people free will for a reason. Well, plus you also have to you have to plan in fact, like if like. In your example, you know, you built the field and nobody's coming, you know, but like, so that means that you have created a good empire. You are creating that atmosphere and you're waiting for somebody where you're like, nobody's here. Like in that scenario, like they can't make statements for people like that. Be like, oh, you just be a servant leader and it'll be, they'll never leave you. Yeah. But you, you also don't want to be a good servant leader and then bring somebody in that is completely narcissistic. Or that doesn't observe that kind of servant leader. That, exactly. Because what they're doing is they're manipulating you and the situation because they see what you have is desirable. So that doesn't necessarily mean anything because they could look at if if a guy is not vetting a woman properly because he's like, oh, somebody, somebody's actually coming to my field. And they get really excited. And they're like, look at all this stuff that I could like provide. They're, 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 they're coming on my field. They're coming, they're all, coming all over my field. They're I coming all over my field. I got hats. I got gears. I got all of it. Like, what do you want? Like, you want it all? I'll give it to you. Like, so they're just super over enthusiastic because they're just so bad. They just want that person that they're meant to be with, you know, and to have to share that with for everything, all the hard work that they put in to build that. But then modern women all they see is fucking dollar signs. That's all that they see. They don't see like, wow, like he has discipline. Like he has self-respect for himself. He knows exactly what he wants in life. He's hardworking. He's masculine, but he's caring. Like they don't see what is making of that man to, to, um, yeah. Cause they don't know what it took for him to acquire all that. Like they don't know what he went through walking into it. Like yeah. they walk into it. They probably just think like, oh, he had helpers. Like, he, like they're at the finish line and he's at, yeah. Yes. And like, they don't see that he actually had to pour his own blood, blood, sweat, tears, money, like backbreaking stuff, like to actually create that. They don't see that. And so, but a good 
old-fashioned woman that believes in like the nuclear family and the households and, and the role-playing and biblical roles that we are supposed to have actually can look at that and then ask him like first we would be like how did you build all this yourself he'll be in he'll be an honest maybe like yeah but you know i had somebody come in and do the wiring or whatever the case is you know but he's like Let somebody install a fridge exactly <laughs> i had a little problem with this so the neighbors came over but yeah i, I built the all toilet this was on the fritz and they just wouldn't flush properly <laughs> I did all this myself. Like that's going to, that would put somebody like me in absolute awe. Be like, wow, he can build this. Like, it's not like this is going to be so good at the end of this marriage. Like that's not. I only have to wait 10 years in this house and I get to. How much time do I possibly have to give him so I can cash out as much as possible? Like mm -hmm. that's how women think. So like, but if I know that they say, that you technically don't, you want to have your kingdom already built before you bring somebody in. I have mixed feelings about that. I think if you're not already in a relationship or like if you found somebody like, you know, and you're already building your empire, like you're trying to, um, and you meet someone along the way that you're equally yoked with, I don't think that you should have to wait and be like, well, you need to be in a better place and be more secure and be all this. And before you bring them in there, because why? Because God made eve adam's helper so if you found that yeah, she person, helped him right out of the garden of eden too shut up this is true say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. this is true she was the first modern woman um so <laughs> he was the original modern woman he was the yeah. original and it was all bad hence why everything now with modern women are all bad so take a lesson from eve hello what <laughs> like, did we learn what did we learn from eve she made bad decisions. She ate the wrong thing. Got everybody kicked the fuck out of hell. Of the the reason why we also hate being a woman sometimes is because of her. So it's not like you know that child pain thing. You know that, child pain? you know that child pain thing you got experience. Yeah, that's from eating an apple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, I don't necessarily think that a man has to wait to build his empire in order to bring. Because also at the same time, a person who is with you from nothing and goes through the mud and muck of it has just as much of appreciation of what it is that it took for you to build it and her to be your helper to build that as if you have a higher chance and this is my own personal opinion i believe that you have a higher chance of risking somebody just taking advantage of you if you already have this giant empire and you're like the kingdom like you're the king of your kingdom and then she's just the little peasant girl that's walking around town but then you you she catches her eye because she's attractive and then she's like hell yeah i want to live in a castle like it's not for the right reasons like the likelihood of her being with somebody else is eventually going to fade her seeing you as as an opportunity is higher chance than it being actually a genuine desire yeah so let's we're about to wrap it up but i want to ask you one more question do you think women would be more inclined to get married if they actually were 50 just as likely to have to pay for their husband's alimony and if he decided to leave or if he decided to cheat with some other broad and you know leaves his wife do you think women if women had to face the same equal consequences that men do when it comes to a divorce in the family do you think there would be more marriages or less marriages less I think they would be reacting in the exact same way as men. I think that they would be 
vetting a lot more properly. They'd be like, okay, I don't, I don't want to risk all this. Like if, if I'm a boss babe and I'm building my empire and I'm making, I'm doing me boo boo. I don't want some guy just to come in here and then I have to pay him half of everything that I've worked before that I've been building for three years before he even came into the picture. Like, I think it would be the exact same thing. They're just, it would be a very, very hypocritical situation. Good. That's good. That's a funny question. I'm glad you asked that question because the next time we talk, we're going to be talking kind of about that, you know, equality shit, you know, that, that, the, that the old girls with the vagina hats be marching around talking about. Um, we're going to be talking about that, okay. but thank you for coming on. Of course. Until next time, everybody. Peace.